0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: Good evening and welcome to Real Talk, where we have real conversation about business, lifestyle, and entertainment. Real Talk is sponsored by One Unit Executive Protection, www.oneunitep.com. This is episode 22 and it is titled Past Trauma. Mm. Right. On our pet first of all, before I get to the panel, hey King, What's up, you man? know I'm ready to dive right in, look. <laughs> <laughs> What's going how on? How are you? I haven't seen you in two weeks. I know, right? What you been up to? Oh,
0: man, just gritting and grinding. I feel a, you. You know, new projects on the way. I'm excited yeah, about yeah. that. You hey, know. Two, I got two movies on the
1: way. Oh, we love new projects and new movies, but we're not talking about King the actor. No. We're okay. Not. I'm just, you asked
0: me what I was up to.
1: That was just like, hey, how you doing? doing. Type do. deal, you know. Mm-hmm. Um because he never mind I'm not going to do it <laughs> <laughs> So um our panel this evening on our panel we have Sharisa Robertson. She is an author and business owner. She is the owner of Unmotherfuck Yourself. I love the name. Of that. <laughs> I Y'all know I've been I waiting love this. How your eyes get so I bright know. when you say I've been
2: waiting. yourself. Yes,
1: yes. Unmotherfuck um, Yourself. Definitely. Just, I yes. So can't wait I, to hear what that's I know about. y'all cannot wait to to hear that, and yes, I got excited because I said the F word. The Absolutely, bomb. yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. She did ask for permission first. <laughs> I did because right. I wanted to make first. sure. I wanted to make sure. Um, but it's the name of her company. Got to say it. I can't wait. I know I can't wait either. Um, we also have Kiana Stallworth, freedom coach, speaker, hey. and author. Hey, Kiana. Hey, Angelina. Hey, Boo. How are you? Yeah, you gotta talk on the microphone. Okay, I have to yeah, talk. Gotta... Are we live yet? We are live. We are we live. live. We Hello. Are live. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kiana and I go way back, like babies with pacifiers. <laughs> okay, maybe not that far back, <laughs> 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 but yes. But
0: hey, anyway, else? y'all go back. Far
1: no, not even, far, I, no, not, no far, like, not even that far. But not that far. Not even that far. But it, no. it, it, it seems like that. But it not that far. Not that far. Mm. You know, we click. Yeah, you know. it was an instant click when mm-hmm. click when we met. It yes. be
0: like that. Yeah. The day, yeah, sometimes your day ones don't be the a ones.
1: Facts, facts, <laughs> that's, that's, that's facts. True. Facts. So we clicked, and so we've kind of, you know, we've been. You know, we've been cool for the most part every ever since, but then I thought she did something to me and so I stopped talking to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. Yes, like, she did. <laughs> I thought and she did, I, did not. I thought she did something to me and she did it, but she didn't do it. But one of the things that I thought was so dope, even in the midst of it, because yes, I'm a I'm a Virgo, I'm stubborn. You know this king, right? It's super sensitive. Okay. Too. Yes, okay. You might have to say sensitive? that. Sensitive? Yeah. Angelina? Yeah. Because because I'm going to tell you where the sensitive comes in is we'll just stop talking to you because we feel some type of way. We don't want you to see the sensitive, but we are sensitive. because uh-huh. huh, she's telling them too much about Virgos, mm. Um <laughs> So, however, with that being said, you know, Kiana was the bigger person. She was the bigger person. Shout out to Shout, shout out,
2: out to you Kiana. Big, Thank bigger bigger you. Person.
0: But <laughs> sometimes, you know what? In this new age that I'm indulging I'm, I'm, I'm in there now, sometimes i would be like, F being, being the bigger, the bigger person because I didn't do nothing to you. Well,
1: but it wasn't that. Well, time. It shout it wasn't out to that. And then Angelita did reach out and she did apologize. And then we didn't hear. I didn't hear from her after that. And I'm like, I think she still was feeling some type of way. So I reached out to her, yeah. and I'm like, because I know, I'm like, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. It wasn't that. Serious. It wasn't that serious. But you was
0: definitely serious. in your body moving
1: right along (laughs) so anyway so shout out to kiana you know she was the bigger person i was you got if we both were i think we both were as adults as women which is important and it was no and that's and and this is it's a learning lesson too for women because it wasn't any hard feelings and you know we kind of like to be honest like we'll say we kind of we picked up like we never missed a beat so and and then we'll have to tell you about some are we gonna tell them
0: it's yeah. real talk. Yeah. We? We're going to tell
1: them later. Yeah, we'll tell them, we'll later. Tell them we'll, later. We're, we're going to tell them later. Yeah. Okay. So, um, if you want to listen or if you have other means that you, other, I'm going to give you guys a couple of different ways you can listen to us. You can download the Podcast Detroit app and you can click on Studio 4 and you can listen live or you can... Uh, Never mind. Or if you want to if you want to comment or if you want to ask a question if you want to comment or ask a question, you can do so by calling
0: 248-838-3661. All right.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. So hey y'all. Hello. Y'all good? Yeah. you good. Good? good. Okay. And my little Kool-Aid. You got your Kool-Aid, girl, me too. I got a squirt. What you got? I got ginger ale.
0: I got a uh, fireball over here. I left
1: my water in the car. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what All you right. got, Kate? Uh, Coke and Kraken. Kraken Coke. Kraken coke. Coke. <laughs> coke? coke. Okay. It's there a she, rum.
0: Her Coke is Kraken. Did crackin'. you say
1: crack? Yeah. Kraken crack, <laughs> crack rum. Kraken crack
0: Coke. It's called Kraken. Wow. It's a dark spice rub. Real strong. Real great.
1: Oh, okay. not She said dark
0: spice rub. You know, the first thing I heard was crack. Dark
1: spice rub. Okay, maybe. I I feel like I need to go get the bottle
2: at this point. It's 94 proof. It's a dark spice rub. okay. It's real good. Okay, it's high proof. Basically crack.
1: It's a dragon
0: in a cup. Okay,
1: (laughs) so let's get right into it, y'all. Today, like I said, this is (laughs) episode 22 you know we got to have a little shenanigans on the show, always. You know, we're yes. never serious and stuffy. That's just, what
0: we, that's just who we are. Yeah,
1: it's just you who know. we are.
0: I don't take this thing called life too serious because we all hey. always take it to the same hey. place. Hey. We're all over we. it.
1: Yes. Absolutely. You know. And the fact that no matter what curveballs life throws you, you're still able to sit back, laugh, and enjoy. Yeah. And you keep know? it moving. That's um so again, this is episode twenty-two, and we're talking about past trauma. Deuce, deuce. So I uh, again, I want to introduce. Um, I'm gonna introduce you, ladies, again, and then okay. you know, let our tell our listeners a little bit about about you. So I have. We're gonna start
2: with Sharisa uh, Robertson, who is the owner um, of
1: Unmotherfuck Yourself.
2: Yes, ma'am. I'm motherfucking myself <laughs> daily. <Okay. laughs> so um, I'm a mother of three. I'll be forty this year. Congrats. Um, I started my business because of the issues that I had with my mother, and I work with women who have issues with their mother, adult daughters, who are most currently still being abused by their mother. Um, The abuse started probably mostly in childhood, and it just continued on as they got older. You would think that when they get older, it stopped, but it doesn't. Mm -hmm. Um, There are a lot of abusive older women out there that physically abuse. I work with women who've been sexually abused by their mother financially, verbally. That's my story. I wasn't sexually abused. My mother emotionally abused me, mentally abused me, physically, verbally. I've been kicked out the house so many times, jumped on. A lot of men came in and out the house. Um, And I can go on. Started when I was about 15. We don't talk much. I did wish her happy birthday on her birthday, Valentine's Day, um, through a text. I haven't talked to her, seen her since July um, And I'm also working to make sure that I don't mess up my own kids because I have two daughters. Um, One's about to go off to college next year. And so it's hard to try to mother what you're trying to heal from as well. So I have to make sure that I learn from my mother's mistakes and not damage my children so that they can be okay. and They're not out on the podcast 20 years from now talking about me. <laughs> so um it's been a journey and it's just what I do. Um People don't like to always talk about it, but it's a needed conversation. I've written six books. Wow. Mm, I think two or three, maybe three, are about the mother and daughter relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, the others about abuse. So I've done quite a bit. I'm working on some other things, and so right now I just host um, little small gatherings so women can just come and feel safe and talk about it and say what you need to say, however you feel like you need to say it, so that we can move on from there.
0: So you can vent, right? Yeah. Absolutely.
2: But we have to heal too. We yeah. gotta keep oh, yeah. on talking, talking. So we gotta mm-hmm. get somewhere, but. They do need to vent because they never had that voice. It's always shut up. You're lying. Get over it. So what? I've been through that. Why are you talking about that? How old are you now? But they need that space to initially just let it all out. And then we just move on with a purpose from there.
0: I totally agree with that. Yeah,
2: that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's big. Yeah. The healing.
0: And, and, and like you say, you, uh, you're not trying to, you trying to teach your daughters and, and mother your daughters in a, in the sense, but you're still healing.
2: Mm-hmm, you know what I definitely. mean. So
0: that's that's a job. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. That's a real one. Big kudos to that. Absolutely.
1: You. you know, because this, you know, one of the things you know that me and King talked about is um, like kind of like changing up the. The dynamics of the show like mm-hmm. you know we want to hit those topics that you know people don't want to discuss anymore those topics mm-hmm. that people you know sweep under the rug and definitely past trauma is one of those things childhood trauma like you have to understand like children go through things mm-hmm. you know yeah. and if it's not um if they don't get help that that goes with them until their adulthood. Mm -hmm. They have like so many effects and people are like, well, why does this person do that? Mm -hmm. Or why do they do that? Like it's, it's a reason they Mm -hmm. are the way they Mm -hmm. are because of the past trauma. And they have, there's so many people out here that have not healed from, from, I get told all the time
0: from my older uh, siblings, I got an older sister and older brother. They say, man, you act just like grandma. You know, I'm like, uh, she practically raised me. You know what I mean? And that, that's just the, the sternness aspect of it. But she was always fair. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So even with my kids, I, I, <clears throat> I talk to them and, and, and I let them know, I'm like, hey, it's, this is, this is a, a cheat code that I'm mm-hmm. giving you on how to, you know, you do what you're supposed to do and, you know, I do what I, you mm-hmm. know, I'm going to do for, you know, with the extras, you know. So, uh, we do become products mm-hmm. of, our upbringing,
2: mm-hmm. yes,
0: you know what definitely. I mean. Um, but yeah, just just hearing that part from you, just, that's and uh, from a woman, man, that's
1: mm-hmm. whew, absolutely
0: you know because y'all go through enough. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I was raised by strong women, so I don't I don't I don't have a problem with um, identifying strength. You know what I mean, and, and giving the kudos. You know what I mean because you know I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, even for your daughter. You know what I mean.
1: Thank you. So we're gonna come back to mm-hmm. you because we want to get into your story uh, mm-hmm. a little bit more deeper. But Kiana, I want you to go ahead and, and you know introduce yourself to everybody. All right. So I'm Kiana Stallworth. Um I have two boys, um, 21 and 13. I am a freedom coach. I am an author. I am a speaker. Um, I'm a freedom coach because I want to help free women and men from their past trauma or what's the obstacles that's keeping them from getting to where they want to be in life. Um, so a little bit about my story. I was abused. I was sexually abused from my father, probably from the age of or maybe from kindergarten on to like eighth grade. So a pretty long time. So becoming a woman, I had to deal with a lot of things. I did do a little counseling, but it still wasn't enough because I dealt with depression and I dealt with um, I dealt with low self-esteem and, you know, my confidence was very low and, you know, just dealing with things because of what I went through in my past. So I had to go through some stuff and I just felt like I want to just help other people who's been through the same thing, you know, get to where they need to get in life like I did to let them know that you don't have to stay down. You don't have to let your past control your future. You know, you can be what you want to be. You can be successful. You can be the best and you can meet your goals. So um, my first book was uh, Coach My Life and it was an anthology with other coaches. And um, my chapter was are you free finally ready to emotionally evolve because i think that that's something a lot of people they 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 don't evolve emotionally and they stay stuck and my thing is i want to help you get unstuck and get where you need to be in life so you can be you know the best you do
0: you have uh any type of relationship with your father now
1: my dad has passed
0: well oh, i'm sorry
1: that's okay yeah. so um yeah, in two thousand thirteen he well, two thousand twelve we found out he had cancer and he passed like two thousand beginning two thousand thirteen. But my story, when you um I have a book um that I'm writing that's telling everything. It's gonna go through generational curses, it's gonna it's it's gonna deal with everything and and I will say that um before he passed away he apologized. Good. So it you know, it is what it is. I still love my father. I forgave my father. And that was the best thing that I can do. And a lot of people don't forgive and they stay there and they, they let that unforgiveness control their life. And it's like people don't understand that once you get once you forgive, it's it's a weight lifted off of you. It's and you can go on with your life. I you don't agree. have to stay there. So I, I forgave my father, I been forgave him, even before he apologized. So. All right.
0: And what made me ask that is because um, I never had a relationship with my dad. Okay. You know, one of the conversations that, you know, one of the last conversations that I remember him having with my mom, I kind of, like, overheard it over the telephone when he told my mom I wasn't even his child. Wow. And I was eight years old, and it wasn't until maybe I was 22, 23 years old when I was like, you know what, I'm going to get over this. I'm going to let, you know— I forget this man. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I need to know more about him so I can understand more about myself. Right. You know what I mean? And when I when I got to that point, um I can remember exactly where I was at. I was in the um hotel, I'm not the hotel, but I was in a leasing um office of an apartment that I was trying to get. And my mom, she called me. She said, "Hey, hey Wesley, uh you know, where you at? What you doing?" I said, oh, well, "I'm out checking out this apartment." Um, like, you know, what's up? She was like, uh, I just wanted to share with you that your, your, you know, your father passed away. And I was like, uh-huh. whoa. You know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. she, and she found out because she was going to get, you know, her, um, what's, you know, when they get older, the, the, the money, social her mm-hmm. social security. And, you know, she still carried his, la- you know, his, his last name. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the kind of like, Stunned me, like you oh, know so what I
1: mean. That's how she found out. So she, yeah, like a like a call.
0: Yeah, or it wasn't wow. even like a call or nothing like that. It was just like whoa, mm. you know what I mean? And she was just making sure I was okay because I had told her, like you know, you know, I would definitely love to talk to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm I'm cool with it. Um, I just want to know more about him so I can understand myself, right? So, um, big shout out to you. Thank you me. know what I mean? With you know because that's I'm raising. Uh, you know, a non-biological child, uh-huh. you know, young daughter, um, young lady through my wife, you know what I mean? And I, and I just had my first daughter, um, Cassidy, uh-huh. at four, you know what I mean? So I'm teaching myself, uh-huh. you know what I mean? I even with my four-year-old, um, I got my way of dealing with it, you know, especially when she went to the bathroom, you know, I tell her, hey, you know, if, you know. Check with your, you know mom. Mom not around. Mm-hmm. Sis you know sis not mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. Then I come in. You right, know what I mean. Right. Things of that nature. So it's because it's it's no um, instructions with these kids. You yeah, know what I mean. Exactly. So I'm just I'm being careful. Mm-hmm. You know and I and I talk to her. Right. You know what I mean. So uh yeah.
1: Yeah, but you know that's good. Kudos to you because mm-hmm. we need the we still need our dads and yeah. You know. You know. That yeah. that's yeah. Whew it's an intense situation but but like and kudos because like so because you can can you're on a podcast you know mm-hmm. like you're getting ready to break you broken it down you're getting ready to break down some other stuff mm-hmm. like do you know how many people who just have that fear and they're holding on to it and they can't mm-hmm. heal and they can't let it go so hopefully you know somebody is listening you know they can be like hey I can do this mm-hmm. I can do this you know so I wanted to to go back to Sharisa, um, and I kind of wanted you to kind of break down your story to us like when did the you know when did things start happening like you know how was your 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 childhood?
2: Um, I always start from 15, but I had an epiphany recently this year that the uh, I was never I wasn't abused before 15, but me and my mother never really had a connection, and I didn't realize that, and I think that's why I kind of made it easier. For me to be abused by her, I had the mother that was like the fast mother that wore like the, you remember, the move some dresses and they called them back in the day. I think they <laughs> body cons now. And, like, you know, she's always nice looking. She'd go out get hit on. Um, she, you know, my dad worked at Chrysler. She ran three group homes. She would go to work and she wouldn't come home from work. She would like, go out. She was a party mom. My dad would come cook and all that stuff. So sometimes we wouldn't even see her anymore throughout the day. And she didn't have like the conversations. I like, we didn't talk about sex. I came my period. She didn't talk to me. About it. She just stuffed a tampon in me, and it was like that was it. And I'm like, what? That's happened? traumatic in itself. That's,
1: that's yeah. very traumatic. Yeah. I'm like, whoa,
2: because she didn't have any like pads around, and she's like, well, she just stuck it in me. And I was like, whoa. what happened? Wow. I was so so. She was there physically, but yeah, emotionally, so she was never she wasn't there before the then. Yeah, and fifteen when I turned fifteen, um,
0: and daughters need that.
2: Yeah, yeah. So it was never that conversation. Like I didn't know anything about a lot of things. I had a mom that was there. She, like, talked at us, yelling, cussing, screaming, dumb motherfuckers, all that type of stuff. Um, And then her and my father, they both had affairs. I don't know who did what first, but they had affairs, a lot of arguments, and eventually they split. Um, I knew she was kicking it with, like, two dudes because they would come to the house and pick her up, and she would be gone for days sometimes. Like, we would not see her for three, four days. She wouldn't say anything. She wouldn't call. My dad know where she was at. Um... And when they separated, we moved to our new house, Southwest Detroit. And I just happened to wake up one day. It was three days later. I woke up one day, and it was like 8, 9 o'clock in the morning. And she just happened to be walking by my bedroom door with this man. Now, her and my father just, like, we just literally moved out three days ago. So it was no shocking that she was kicking it with people because they would call the house while my dad was at work and come pick her up. So I knew there was some somebody. And so I'm, like, devastated. By the time she walked, they don't say anything. By the time she walks back, I'm in tears. And she said to me her exact words, this is my motherfucking house. I do what the fuck I want to do. If you don't like it, You can get out and see what type of holes your dad has. And she walked away. Three days later, enough- I wake up again. I'm like, why do I keep getting up in the morning? I just wake up. She walked by with another man. She walked by my room to see if I was going to cry again. I did not cry. And I learned then that I couldn't express my emotions was never a conversation from there it was like many men like I lost count after like about 20
0: see and that's that's traumatic within itself you know what mm-hmm. I mean that you had to, how old were you
2: I was 15
0: at 15 at 15 right she had to learn how to harness a, her emotions you know mm-hmm. what I mean like yes I mean even 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 like with my sons you know my youngest <clears> my <throat> youngest boy he's five you know um, I, I, I got out of the habit you know, real quick of saying, boy, stop crying.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? Cause I, I might have took his toy from him. Mm-hmm. You know, you take a toy from a kid, guess what they supposed to do? They actually supposed <laughs> to cry. You don't supposed to, like, you know what I mean? We want, we want to raise our children to be strong and, you know, mm-hmm. and things of that nature. But in all actuality, that's crying and emotions. That's real. You know what yeah. I mean? That's, you know what I mean? Now, what I do teach along with that is, hey, you don't have to cry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. It's a reason. Let me explain to you why I took it, and let me explain to you how you can get it back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So from there, um, I was I was like getting kicked out the house, It was two three o'clock in the morning. I'm out in the street in my pajamas. 15. Um, mm-hmm. and either she would come home with a man, and I would keep like, her having sex. Sometimes she'd maybe get up in the morning, cook some breakfast, and I had to like go in the room. It like, smell like sex in the room. It's true, on the right floor and they naked underneath the covers. And I am about to like, give them breakfast. Um, or she would come home drunk by herself and she would wake me up and she would jump on me, beat me up, cuss me out. And this is like an everyday thing. Either I, if she came home with a dude or she came home and she's jumping on me or she crying about her life and how she's and what she going through. And then they say, no, alarm go off. I got to get up and I got to go to school. Right. So I got to hop on the bus because she go upstairs now. You 10th grade. Right, 9th, 10th, 11th grade. Mm -hmm. Every year we moved. I went to a different high school every single year. And we always moved in April. And it was like, like, dang, I'll never get stable. Stable. It was Mm -hmm. never that stability. And this was my life all the way until I was about 19. Getting, woke up, kicked out the house, dude coming around, um, taking money. I had to pay rent. Like, I got a job at 16. I had to pay Rent, I had to pay groceries. I had to put on, you know, toiletries, making like $5 an hour. I had to take care of all my own stuff. She was getting alimony, child support, and she had a job. Mm.
1: So were you Were you the only child? No,
2: I had a brother. I'm three years older than my brother. She okay. would never go in his room, which I never, like, wanted her to, but she would bypass his room and come straight in my room every time. So he
1: never, She never. the things that she did with to you, she never. she never did with
2: him? I had to have a job. He didn't. I had to, like, it was just me. And I never... I think I know. I'm thinking maybe because I'm a girl. I'm thinking maybe I represented something different. Maybe. I, I don't know what it was. I can't call it. And I can't figure that out. She won't ever admit to it. So I can't worry about it. I just know she targeted me for whatever reason. Maybe because I was the one that gave her the emotions to react to it. So I was an easy target. And then it became a point where I felt like it was my job to try to heal my mother. And I'm like, well, if she's going through all this, she keeps dumping on me, maybe I'm strong. So I would tell myself they made me strong to take on other people's stuff. Mm -hmm. And because I'm like, you know, she would come, you know, bother me, wake me up. So that's what I thought I had to do. So I would just take it and cry, go to school, depressed. I wouldn't, like, really do much. I wanted to drop out, but I didn't drop out because a lot of people in my family had dropped out before me.
0: Was there a point at any time where you felt like that was, like, the norm?
2: Like, Mm, Yeah. I knew it wasn't right, but— I didn't have many people to talk to. Like I didn't tell my dad. My dad didn't know. And so I was like grown, grown. And that so was, was he my, still
1: in the state? Like was he still? Yeah, okay. he was
2: still there. He wouldn't really come around too much. He don't really care for my mother still. I think she was I her, I guess she was abusive to him. I don't really remember, but mm-hmm. he still harbored some ill feelings towards her. Um And
0: how how's you and his relationship? Me and
2: my dad, we're good. Okay. It's okay. it's not perfect, but we're good. Yeah. I talk to him. I see him. um, I don't see my mother a lot. And I can talk to her. We cannot talk for years. And Mm -hmm. I don't see her. I don't think much about it. She don't know much about my kids. Mm -hmm. But she would, like, let me live with her because I, like, left, had a baby, came back. She kicked me out when I was pregnant, jumped on me, choked me up, threw me out the house on I hot. It was so hot this day. I swear to God, it was so hot on a hot summer day. And kicked me out, told me I can come back. I came back after I had the baby, kicked me out on a cold winter day. Mm-hmm. So it was like she always let me in her house. I even stayed with her recently, like three years ago, because I, I, I didn't want to, but I was in the middle of transition to another house and I needed the house to get fixed up. And I stayed with her and it was actually decent. And I'm be, I'll give her props on that. She surprised me, but I felt it coming. It was like it was slowly. Even my kids called her, like, what's wrong, with, you know, what's wrong with grandma? Like, she acting kind of. I was like, yeah, y'all peeped that too. Like, hey, we need to get up out of here. We're going to be, th- me and three of y'all, we're going to be all on the street real quick. So it was like, it's been a lot, and she could still be abused. I worked with her in one of her group homes. She mm-hmm. would gossip about me at work. Like, I would come to work, and people were like, yeah, your mama said this. Like, it'd be lies or just telling my business. So it was like ongoing, even as I became an adult.
1: So let me ask you this. So do you know of any, maybe, <clears throat> trauma or anything that your mother experienced growing up?
2: Not necessarily, but I do. I would say I come from a very dysfunctional family. Okay. Very. I witnessed a lot. All the men on that side of the family have been murdered mm-hmm. on the street or been to jail. Um, the women were the ones that had to work, go, you know, push and push and hold mm-hmm. down things. Um, alcoholism, drugs. So, it was a lot i families always argue every get together, somebody's arguing fighting, somebody might get stabbed, cussed out, might be a whole big, and that's how we grew up every and we'll go back and do it again. so it was very dysfunctional um it still is. I don't know her exact story. And I, I'm firmly. Everybody has a story. Absolutely. Yeah. But my point is my mother has a story, but it's not my burden to carry that story. Right. And just like my story, is not my kid's burden to carry my story. Mm-hmm. I can relate to her as a woman. I can relate to her as a mother. But as a daughter, it doesn't make it right. Because at some point, you notice know you're being wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's so why people say, well, you want to get one mother? That don't mean nothing to me. Yeah. And I'm going to keep it real. That don't mean that, shit to me. Because yeah. I get yeah. one me.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
2: And she gotta remember I came from her. Stop telling me that that your mama birthed you, tell her that. Mm-hmm. She's a treasure guy. I came from her. Mm-hmm. I'm a representation of her and she didn't treat me how she should have treated me. So all that does it doesn't really
1: you know. Don't I, work I for totally me. agree. I absolutely totally agree with that. Um because I, I think people are so quick. This is what this is one of the things that people are people are so quick to throw up that one Bible scripture. You already know where I'm going with Ephesians this, right? Honor they, your mother
2: and your father. Honor
1: your mother and your father <laughs> so that your days on this okay, blah, blah, blah. I mm-hmm. get it. I do. I get it. Okay. But at the same time, people are so quick to say that. Prime example. Me and my father Tried it a million times. We 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 just it's just not gonna happen. Mm -hmm. And so, um, my uncle came into my slid into my DM on Facebook one day and shared a video with me. And in so many words, he was trying to Mm -hmm. say, you know, honor your you know honor Mm -hmm. your father. But he was like, honor. Make sure you honor your mother. And I said, I I honor. I do on a daily basis. You know, what 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 are you trying to say? But I knew where he was going with it. But you have to understand that you can't treat your children like shit. Yeah. Okay. And then expect for your children to honor and obey you. Uh-huh. But at the same time, you're treating your children like shit.
2: There is right. no accountability for abusive parents. You know what I'm People saying? People talk about it. God said, well, she be treating her kids. You know, nobody and, holds them accountable. And the thing of it is, it,
1: you know, so you, you can't, yeah, you can't, say oh you're a bad daughter or you're a bad son because mm-hmm. you're this way with your parents mm-hmm. it's deeper than that you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like you you got to be in the home or not be in the home mm-hmm. you know what yeah. i'm saying however it goes so where you you can't you can't tell me that like stop quoting that bible scripture to people telling them to honor you know their mother mm-hmm. and their father because you got to look yeah it's easier said than done you got to but you got to look and see What has happened, right? You know what I'm saying in that past? Why people are the way that they are? Mm -hmm. You know, like prime example, like me. I have a I have a 23 year old daughter. She' mad as hell at me to this at, at this at this day and time, but it's from some past things. That I had no control over. You, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it's like when you own, you you know, and I own my faults. I own my faults. Fo- I, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I own my faults. You know, I'm the first person that, hey, I'm sorry that things happen mm-hmm. this way. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because I know firsthand what it's like growing up with certain situations. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so I, you know, I never got those apologies that I thought. I should have gotten. Mm-hmm. And I probably never will receive those apologies, but I'm okay with that because you know what I'm saying? I have to I have to keep moving right. and then I have four children. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. I have four kids. So I can't um I can't let those past things affect um, you affect right now. Yeah you know, my younger children, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, for, mm-hmm. so for me, like with my daughter, who's 23, I've done, I feel like I've done my part. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like I've done all that I can do. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm I'm, I'm a woman enough to say, hey, I'm sorry things happen this way. There is no manual on how to raise kids. You know what I'm saying? No, it's not. It's, it's, it's not, not, you know. And yeah. so, but if I'm wrong. I'm definitely going to admit, and I'm going to tell you I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And then next, it's okay. So now, where we how go from here? Can we fix right? This? How can we move forward yep. at this point?
0: Right. I just want. I, I just want to jump right in on that. Um, the only thing I disagree with that is when the, the statement of saying I've done all I can do, and I and I and I, and I understand how that fits into maybe different scenarios, mm-hmm. but as a parent, mm-hmm. your job. Is never done. You know what I mean? Like True. it's it's uh, it, it may take another um lane or route mm-hmm. that you guys have to you might mm-hmm. want to go down to even to you know, say if it was a pitch in the fork on this one situation, you find a new lane. That new lane might bring you back and you might get more clarity on it. So mm-hmm. it may allow mm-hmm. Well, um, I'll say
1: this. I won't say that I'm done. Like, hey, I've done everything that I have no, done. Not
0: saying no. that not saying that you are, but I've heard that, like right. from not just her, right, people right. in the world. Man, look, I, I did my job. You know, I
1: you, you know, know so your job is always did, did, right as a have as you a thought parent. about counseling? You know what? It's a possibility. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm game for it, but then also you gotta be game for exactly. it. Exactly. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Nah. So I won't say, Hey, I've done that's it, I'm I'm done with it, you know, I'm watching No. You know what I'm nah. saying? Never that, you know um, but you're an adult. Yeah. That's true. You're grown. Yeah. I, I gotta let you, you know, I gotta let you make your own decisions and I gotta let you do you mm-hmm. right now. You know what I'm saying? You, at any point in life, you can always pick up the phone and call me. You can always knock. knock and then she's right only there. 23. Like those, you know, like, I'm like that will never changed. Like you, I'll never close my door to you. Mm-hmm. Like my yeah. door is always open to you, mm-hmm. you know? Um but it's just one of those things where I'm i I'm gonna give you right now is the time I'm gonna give you your space, so I'm gonna let you do you. So eventually you know, you maybe you can call out reach out and you know, hey do I hear you freedom coach. Uh,
0: somebody <laughs> uh Angel Styles just commented, how can you admit you're wrong if you don't think you're wrong? That's Ooh. No, she was just she putting how, how, that out there you admit how, yeah how can you, how can you admit you're wrong if you don't think you're wrong
1: well yeah a lot of people don't admit they're wrong of, of, because they, 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 don't think, they don't they, think they don't they're wrong, think they're wrong so they don't admit yeah, it you know, and, they never and that's will yeah admit they never, never will and
0: it's, yes. a, it's it's just one of those things like when my grandma used to say um, especially about my little cousin my, my cousin she's like boy that boy lies so much he start believing his own lies yeah. you know what, <laughs> what I mean like you can start thinking it's the truth what she said
1: that's good because so many people don't think that they're wrong like they they think their way of parenting
2: is... Right. right. As long as they yeah. put a roof over your hair and buy you clothes. But that's not the pinnacle of being a parent. No. That's there is right. an emotional side to it. And yeah. our generation, I think that's what was lacking. And we were forced to push through that. Yeah. And these kids' generation, they're not going for that. Absolutely. That's why they cry, they bully, they fight. I think it's the emotions from past that's mm-hmm. being... Display from these kids today. And I work in a school, and these kids are so emotional and so just. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just generation of years because we weren't able to talk. Yeah. The generation before we couldn't. Us, they didn't talk. Yeah. Because what, what
1: what was the saying? And I know, and, and we mm-hmm. talked about it when we were waiting to come in. Like, one of the, the most famous things that people said in the home was, what happens in mm-hmm. this house Stay. stays And that's exactly house. what she
2: told me. And then it was, too, I was ashamed. I'm like, if you judge my mama, you're judging me because I mm-hmm. came from her. Exactly. I'm already connecting myself to my mother at 15. Exactly. So I didn't want anybody judging her because I came from her. So what did that make me? Mm-hmm. Right. And that was the reason why I didn't tell on my
1: father and what well, I did eventually Hold you on know Because we're going to get to you cuz yeah we're we going to get to me we're to you right now yeah. cuz yeah. we got we got we do
0: got to uh reach out you know yeah. to our, to our listeners man if you want to uh call chime in and anything you can call it call in at 248-838-3661 again that's 248-838-3661 and today's topic is past trauma um we have the beautiful Sharifa and
1: Freedom coach, Kiana. And <laughs> coach
0: as Keith. as usual, my sister, Angelita, the coach, and I'm King Wesley. Hey, hey.
1: Okay, so we're going to shift it. We're going to mm-hmm. shift a little bit, and we're going to – we ain't shifting too much. Because shift, yeah, <laughs>
0: shift happens. But you know,
1: we want to definitely get into your story a little bit, Kiana, um, as far as, you know, like, yeah, I don't really know. You know, I'm just kind of well, like, at a loss for words because, you know, you don't know what to say. So. I mean – What do you want to know? I will say this, going back to where we were just talking about. Me and my dad, we had a, our relationship was very different. Um, I had this, I love you, but you can't, you lost your father privileges. Mm -hmm. So, I love you, but you can't tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. So, after that came out, you know, he still tried to be a daddy, and, you know, you're not going to do this, you're going to do this, and you're going to listen to me. No, you're not. i am You can't. You lost those privileges. You
0: forfeited that. You know,
1: you forfeited. But I still love you. Anything, I don't want anything to happen to you. You know what I'm saying? But you lost those privileges. So when did it, you said from kindergarten all As the way? As I remember from kindergarten, I remember when I was at a very young age. So Very, like, very young age. In you, elementary school.
0: You, it it could have possibly been before kindergarten. It could have possibly mm. been. Right,
1: right. So like dude, like how like growing up, like how was it? Like was it awkward? Like, you know, I'm trying it to It was it was it was awkward. Um I wouldn't say we had a bad upbringing. We with my mom, she's a good mother. My my grandparents, or my grandmother she, and my grandfather, they was always there. We went to church, you know, but we always had this this side because my father was an alcoholic. So you know, my, him and my mom eventually end up getting divorced basically mainly because of what happened to me but mm-hmm. my dad he was an alcoholic and so it stemmed from that and then I found out later on that it stemmed from him being abused as well and that's what I say you know we talk about generational curses mm-hmm. and breaking the curses and I brought you know I had to break that you know Absolutely. I'm not you know playing that.
0: Re- Research has proven that uh, you know uh, male and female you know molesters and predators and stuff like that they are groomed uh huh you know what i mean uh-huh. i and i just recently found that out yeah you know from a friend of mine um she li- actually lives in houston right now and she was telling me about her um her female aunt that molested her you know mm-hmm. what i mean up until the age of 21 it wow. started at maybe around 8 wow yeah, yeah and mm-hmm. it and she she i never knew that you know what i mean because you know, in, in school, we you know the boys, if we seen a pretty girl or whatever, we would pick with them, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. And she 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 kind of brought she brought that up, you know. It's like, well, why would you guys always pick on me? I'm like, well, I ain't never really like pick on you. I would just crack a joke and just leave it alone. And uh, but then she she it, that's how it came out, mm-hmm. you know. She was just confided in me, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And. uh She was just brought that to my attention, like you know, you know those those people they are groomed into being that you know what I mean, so that the generational curse is real.
1: It's real, and and so he, you know, it was always if you tell anyone when I was younger, if you tell and because I like I said that's my daddy, that's my Mm -hmm. father, you know, that's my. Mm -hmm. If you tell anyone, we you know we gonna both go to jail, and that's like your until I got old enough to be like, this is not right, right? This is. No, yeah. you know, and then he started being controlling when I um, got in middle school, going towards high school, and you know, and I was like, I can't take this anymore. And my mom, she she was working a lot, so she didn't know what was going on. And so, like I said, it wasn't a bad upbringing. We we had a good upbringing, but aside from that, and his alcoholic, and me being sexually abused, and you know, physical abuse with my mom and stuff like that, you know. And then, you know, you think of it, too, because it's like, okay, this is my mom, this is my dad, like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying?
0: Like, These are my protectors. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And that's why I did want him, that's why I, it was like, you know, I felt like, so when it happened, and I did eventually tell my mom, and we went to court, my dad, he, you know, he went to jail, and we went to court, and the judge was like... And I'm still a, I'm still young, you know. I didn't want my dad... He, the judge asked me, he said, what do you want done what? to your father? And I was like, well, I don't want him to go to jail. I just want him to get some help, mm-hmm. you know. And he sent him off to get help with the VA or something like that. But mainly it was just help with his alcoholism, alcoholism which really still didn't help
0: The underlying so Yeah, the yeah. underlying
1: yeah. issue. And so... You know, no, I didn't get abused anymore after that, but it still was an issue with the alcoholism and now, things
0: like that. Do you, do you have children?
1: Yes, I have two boys.
0: Okay. Um, and, and I want to ask this because I, I know how I personally feel, and I'm going to ask, I just want to ask each, each and every one of you. Mm-hmm. How do you feel, you know, growing up? Because you, you told me some, some situations that happened mm-hmm. younger. I'm just learning your situation and yours. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about, like, with, children going and spending the night over friends houses and Don't things of them. that nature
2: um <laughs> my kids have never yeah. more
1: like family not friends. I don't even really have any friends. Too many friends, anyway. But my sons, they basically are with family, and I, and, and, and and it can happen with family mm-hmm. too. To yeah. You know, that you that still have yeah. to Absolutely. have that conversation with your mm-hmm. kids, and you still have to be conscious because mm-hmm. it can happen with family members as well. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, it's, it's no, I, they, I, they can't go anywhere. So put me, it like that mm-hmm. without putting too much of my stuff out there cuz you know that's, that's like you know I got to you're going to have to get the book they're going to have to read right, about right. it get the book, you're going to you have know. to read about it which I ain't wrote a check, but you uh you Ooh. About, that's a, that's another Ooh. one no that's a different one that's something totally different Okay. okay. but for me like so with just my past mm-hmm. my past growing up um with the little one i have a 13 year old daughter and i have a 15 year old son mhm and we get down and we talk. I know y'all do. They okay. got a mama like Angelita. We talk, okay? Mm-hmm. We talk. And trust me, like you said, a mama like Angelita. <laughs> I said they can't tell you I'm going to kill your mama. They can't tell you I'm going to kill your daddy. They mm-hmm. can't tell you that I'm going to hurt you. They cannot tell you absolutely anything.
0: That, nothing that will stop you from coming to tell me what I need to know.
1: Um. yeah, they can't tell me anything, you know, like you can't say anything to my kids because my kids know what type of mama they have and they know, oh hell no mama coming for you, you oh, know yeah, so, break loose. okay, oh, yeah. yes we, we and we have talks often so as far as them going <laughs> to stay the night at a friend's house, absolutely no that that hasn't happened and just society, it, it, it's a different time, so if I don't can all of us mm-hmm. I think we come from the era of you knew everybody in your neighborhood mm-hmm. you no. knew people yes. like you were part of this not like that anymore yeah like you were part of the village that helped mm-hmm. raise you like that's uh-huh. the era that I came from to where every you know when I went to school my friends that I went to school with my mom the parents knew each other dog
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, I don't know who these parents is I don't know anything about these parents and you I, know yeah. so and even with family uh-huh. why are you laughing at me I'm not laughing at because oh, you. <laughs> you know how I am. I know how you, are, but no, I'm not but, laughing at you. But and then even with family, I'm gonna tell you, my kids—they stay the night with family. They go over family house, and as soon as they come home, we have a conversation before you go to family. We have a conversation after you leave family because when it comes to mine, I don't trust nobody.
0: Yeah, and and, and and as a parent, that's how you're gonna. That's how you have to be. Um, I just want to go back on what you just said. You know, we come from a time, you know, a different era. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. But the thing is, I'm agree with you. uh, The thing is, it was happening back then as well.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: It's just what I'm agreeing with you is is the fact that it's just we haven't done anything to change or bring you know we didn't have these outlets that you, yes. you know these avenues that, that you created right you know what i'm saying right. so this that's part of the reason like i said i give you this the, the great kudos on it, giving giving that outlet and that venting and mm-hmm. finding that trying to dig for that solution because we all can we all can vent mm-hmm. but where's the solutions coming in that mm-hmm. you know what i mean so um
1: i think now a lot is coming out like with over the last couple of years to, um, everybody coming out everybody coming out and i think <laughs> people I mean, feeling more freely like, to talk about not. it people feeling more freely to mm-hmm. open up people but you, you know but you know what and i think though is to, to talk about it is good you have to yeah. you have to talk about it's it it's healing it, to talk about it healing. it's healing absolutely. to get it out to write about absolutely. it it's, i will say my absolutely. first chapter was healing to me absolutely so, for yeah. me, like there's just you know King and I, we've talked about stuff, and you know just if you know me and you're in like my immediate space, there's things that you know there's things that you know about me, mm-hmm. so for me, was it this year? no, it wasn't this year it was I think early last year, like i i I told my little sister and my aunt about some things that i had I had held on since childhood, you know, I finally you know, came out and I finally told them and it was like a relief. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like you hold yeah. this stuff in be and you know, because like for me, I'll speak on me like, I, you know, you hold this stuff in because you're like, what are people going to say about mm-hmm. me? What are people yeah. going to think about me? Mm-hmm. Um, then it was you don't want to get people in trouble, or you don't want people to stop talking to you, exactly. and then it's going to be a big family exactly. mess. They yeah, they think you're lying. Yeah, they think you're lying. Family mess, mm-hmm. and you're going to separate exactly. people, and yeah. So mm-hmm. then, at you know, when I got grown and I got older, you know, it. But I'm still I'm holding on to this. So like I have, there were certain things about me. Mm-hmm. Negative things about me because I was I've held on to this for so long to where you know when I had this conversation with my younger sister shout out to my sister April and you know my aunt um, Carol I had this conversation with them it was like yeah you know what I'm saying like I S-A-P, can't breathe I understand that's,
0: thing, a, that's, like, that's, that's
1: PTSD and and the thing of it was
0: for is sure. that for sure mm-hmm. for, for, for sure you know for I thought
1: sure. like they were gonna have so much to. Maybe like some negativity or something to say back, and it it wasn't. It was mm-hmm. their response was like, "Wow." Mm-hmm. Oh and my sometimes God. the healing is not even like, getting
2: advice; it's just listening. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's just listening it because out. you have so many years. Yeah, of all this stuff, it's just somebody hearing you and just giving you that space. Mm-hmm. That's sometimes all people need, at least or at least to start off at. Right. Mm-hmm. Because right. pain becomes your personality. Half the people yeah. are not who they are. First yes, of all, they're, exactly. they're they're adult children Say that mm-hmm. from the moment that yes. they yes. got hurt. They're not who they are. A yeah. lot of these not mothers either. are daughters trapped in the mother's body, acting like a mom. That's why they can't be mothers because they're they're hurt from whatever they went through as a child. Yes, I was at fifteen for the yes. longest. Yes, and trying to be a mother and yes. go to school and all this. But you can pump. You can go to work. We can survive because I'm a black woman. I can do all that. Yeah. But healing, what is that? What is that, that did not exist, and we don't yeah. know and, what and that
0: is. See how we, when, when we talk about that, like we, when are we allowed to heal? When are we allowed to?
2: We're not because we're so stuck ooh, on being resilient.
0: Well, we can't we
1: can't heal because some where we're taking care of kids and we're working and we're doing this and we're doing that and it's like when do you find time for yourself for your personal development? And then, if anything, like if you if you express anything, then. Oh, you're wrong. Yeah. You oh, fussing. You crying. Yeah, she, you know uh-huh. why? Be, be a
2: woman. Grow up. But yeah. the main ones that say, the main one, you ask them, well, how do I? They can't tell you how. They, 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 they don't know they either because they're in the same boat as you. Absolutely. They can't tell you. Because I, their pain is their personality as well. And people, that's why it's so quick to say like, the you want to get one mother because they can't handle your pain. They don't want it because they have to be accountable then.
0: That's just a quick... Fix, answer. Because
2: Cause here's my
1: thing. Like, and I have to say this to to King. I this, this goes back to King when he was saying, you know, he has, you know, his daughter and, you know, his son. And, you know, they have, like, really good relationships. Like, for me, I look at my daughter, my, my youngest daughter, my 13-year-old, and I look at the relationship that she has with her dad. And I just sit and I just look. Because it's something that I don't... It's it's a relationship that mm-hmm. I have absolutely no idea mm-hmm. of how this is supposed to go. Oh, so you're a daddy's girl. This is the... You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what that feels mm-hmm. like. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. You, no, I'm just dad, playing. No, but, you I'm know, just playing. But I love it. You know, mm-hmm. I love the fact that she sees. You know, she got mommy and daddy, and I love the fact that she's a daddy's girl. Mm-hmm. But like, I stare at her and I watch them because I'm like, it's amazing. Yeah, but how it does is that amazing. feel? You know what I'm right. saying? Like that's a it is like amazing. I never, it is. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. Saying? It so, is amazing. And it's like, and you know, you get that with like with your kids. You know, you get to you get your you know your girls who are daddy's girls. Always, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying. But then you also have like a certain bond, like with your boys. You know, actually, Which, they
0: call me. They call they, the, the boys. Let Shana tell it. Is daddy's boys? See,
1: like now, the boys. I think, is, I think the 16 year old is a daddy's is a daddy's boy, but he says no. He's a mama's boy. You know, he's a, yeah. and so, like, with my son, like, the the 16-year-old, I don't know, the oldest one, he's not a nobody's boy. He's just grown. We just, know? we
0: had just asked this question, like, um, just the other day, we went washing uh, to Laundromat, and uh, I asked the, uh, you know, our middle son, the second oldest, I say, uh, you know, who's the cooler parent? You know, he, really? immediately, immediately they said me. He's like, but you're also I, the meanest family. <laughs> Here's you know, the thing. I, mean? I know
1: for a fact I am not the
0: coolest
1: spirit.
0: That is there all see, the way around. But see, I'm cool, but I, I, I put the Lord out.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm the, I'm the, This, I think I'm, I'm the stern one. But then I'm definitely also, I'm the stern one. But then my kids also say I'm the embarrassing one. So, like, I'm embarrassing (laughs) because, you know, like I dance in a car, and you know. So, like, my kids, they they won't talk to their friends on the phone when they're with me. They won't do anything because they say that I'm embarrassing.
2: But but that's an interaction. All that should be normalized. Mm -hmm. And I think that us from the 70s and 80s, we are, it may be later on in life, but we're tackling these issues so that it can be normal for our kids and our kids' kids. It should be normal. Yeah. That stuff should be normal. Yeah.
1: Because the stuff that we're doing now with our kids, it's it yeah, is very so normal, so it is normal, but it's new. It's us. new to us, but mm-hmm. it, should, it should be normal. To us, but it's so normal
0: to all it's our so viewers normal. out there. Man, if you want to chime in, you can give us a call at 248 838 3661. Yeah, and that's 248-838-3661. We are over in Studio 4. We're in Studio 4,
1: and we got a visitor. Hey, Randy.
0: What's up, Rand?
1: Hello. How are you, Randy? Are you okay? I'm
0: good.
2: Sorry, okay. Kate had to duck out. No, Something it's came
1: okay. Up. I see. I hope she's okay. I hope all is well. Um, okay, so look. Kiana, Me? Yeah, okay, so, you know, first of all, let me back up because I got, like, I'm trying to do so many things. Because you're always supposed to touch on that topic. We, yeah, we're going to touch on the topic. But one of the things for twenty for 2020, I just really, it's all about healing, and it's all about, like, I, I want everybody to just heal, start your healing process. Mm-hmm. Um, stop holding on to these things that have just... Kind of put you in a bad space, or mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like these things that have just hindered you, like in yes. life, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, one thing I will say, you're not promised tomorrow. Absolutely, Live your life. I'm telling you, it's too much going on. Absolutely. Um, I w- say your website www.unmotherfuckyourself.com. Um, mother- www.unmotherfuckyourself. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah she loves saying that. She does. I was
1: doubling trying I was to say it. it. I'm like, we, Angelina we, has we, no problems saying it. We
0: have <laughs> to do. We, we need we need her to talk about that. Like, yeah, what, yes. what, I want to know what, where it's still, this, still this, from because this is a service. Yes. So look,
1: so on her. So first of all, oh, I just had it. So like, I was I've been on her website and her. The way she writes, it just—the way you write, it just—it rolls. Thank you. So freely, and it's so relatable. Like, I can I can vibe off of what you're writing. But talk about it. I, that's just so it's just basically—it
2: little... means a lot of things. It's undoing what you went through with your mother. It can be even fuck your mama. Uh, it can be.
1: Just unmotherfuck motherfuck yourself.
2: Because sometimes when you're a daughter—and this is from experience, and it's from me working with women directly— you care so much about your mother, you want so much for, from her, and you don't get it, and you get stuck at that spot. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you to tell your mama fuck you. That's, if you do, that's on you. That's your World war. Right. Two, I didn't two, tell four, you to five, do that. <laughs> that's your plight. But what? If you want, that's what you want to do. But I'm saying it's an attitude. Just like when mm-hmm. you get into with somebody, right, and they make you mad, you might mad. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. And yo, you shift. It has to be a shift to move on, and. It's not about your mother anymore. Mm-hmm. You're holding her accountable, but you're not blaming her. You're holding yourself accountable for your healing. She's a she's accountable for the pain, but you have to heal. you mm-hmm. grown now. She can't yeah. heal you no exactly. more. Absolutely. Yes. She cannot heal you, and yes. she can't come with you on your healing. Mm-hmm. Her journey is her journey, and where you need to go is where you need to go, and that's not going to include her, and it may be you may not even talk to her anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. a lot of women, they have to leave their mother where she is at yes. to move on. If yes. your mother is still being abusive, you have the right to not be bothered or be in contact with her. I don't care what nobody mm-hmm. tell you.
0: Definitely got to Because if I share
2: this same story that I shared with y'all, and I didn't say who it was, you thought it was, you would think it's a man. Mm-hmm. You would tell me to leave him. He you no know, good. But the moment I say my mama, oh, girl, you know how she is. Uh, she did her best. Her best is not abusing me. Her best mm-hmm. is not That's having men come around whether you know, like I said, there's no manual, but it's a moral to it. Absolutely, and you know when you're wrong. Absolutely. Okay, so we got to wrap up. So really, really quick,
1: Kiana, I'm gonna let you. We, we said that we were gonna do share something with you guys at the end. Um, I'm gonna let Kiana share because she's she's what? better at this. Okay, so me. Okay, you want uh, me to do it? Well, I mean, you well, we'll do it. You the guest. So this year, me, well, me and Angelita will be in the anthology. Mm-hmm. Um, called surviving her. It's coming soon. Yes. Um, it's a book of survival. Survival. survivors. Um, and so we're we're excited about that. Yes. Um, we. So you know, again, things happen for a reason, and I think that link back up for us. Yes, because let me tell you, something kept saying, "Call Angelita," "Call Angelita," "Call Angelita." I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was God. I don't know. Yeah, is, call Angelita, and I'm like, I need to call her, and I kept, I kept forgetting, and then holiday, Christmas. So anyway, I end up, I said, I'm about to call her, and when I called her, we got to talking. Like she said, it was just like we picked yeah, back up, absolutely. Like, you know, nothing has happened. It was genuine, and she was like, you know what? Do you want to do? Th-? I was like, yeah. yes. So I was given the i the opportunity was presented to me, and I was like, and you know, and it was funny because she was like, I you know, I have room for for someone else, and I'm like, Kiana, you know, she was the first person that that popped in mind. So there's a total of ten women mm-hmm. who is in this anthology. All of them are, I think, Kiana and I are the only ones from Michigan. Yes. there's women from Virginia. There's women from Maryland, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, so this is the first that you're hearing about it, because I know I haven't said anything. You haven't, haven't said anything. anything. So definitely in this book, you're going to find out some things about Angelita. Yes, and I'm so some happy. things that you don't know about, Angelita. I am Angelita. so happy that you're All right writing about it. That's, yeah, okay. <laughs> so listen. So we got to wrap up, but I think that we need to do a part two. You know, we owe a couple more part, part twos. twos. We we got, we, we got yeah, we, <laughs> got, we only got one part. We only got two people that we got to bring back for part two. That's Andre Ebron and Tanita. Tanish, Cash, cash money, money. Johnson. <laughs> so I really think I want you guys to come back so that I we can do a part back. two. I definitely want to yes. come back. Yes. Yes, yes. So we'll yes. come back probably around the time when our book yes. comes Let's out. Yes. Let's come back when our book comes out. Yes. Right. All right. So thank you. <laughs> that makes sense, right, Randy? Right. <laughs> Duh. All right. So thank you guys so much for joining us um on Real Talk. Uh we'll see you guys in is it two weeks? Two, two weeks. weeks. We don't got no long. Thank you, King. Thank you, Angelina. Thank you for having us. All right, cool. Love you guys. Bye.